And whether you're successful or it's a failure or something in between, you're trying to learn from what you just did so that in the future you can apply those learnings, you can get better, and it's a way to stay consistently at your best. You are now connected with Enclave for Entrepreneurs at O'Hare International Airport in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Enclave O'Hare, the local to global learning and earning center for entrepreneurs and their influencers. Back in October 2018, we had the privilege of hearing from Robert Hughes, professor at Northwestern University. Professor Hughes served with distinction in the U.S. Army, most recently as the Chief of Force Management and Integration at the Department of Army in Washington, D.C. Our discussion centered around after-action reviews, a learning tool developed in the military to help organizations of all types view previous tasks pragmatically. Applied to the business world, AARs can help companies at any stage of the business life cycle. Listen in as Bob explains techniques developed by the Army applied to the business world. I'm Bob Hughes. I uh, spent about 30, nearly 30 years in the, in the military, in the Army as an officer. Really two careers in one, uh, spent that time uh, as a tanker. You're once a tanker, always a tanker. Uh, so that's tanks uh, in and around tank organizations or training tank organizations. And then about the second half of the career was spent on um, what we call force management. Okay. Uh, really think about that in terms of change management in the corporate world, strategic change. Mm -hmm. So really a lot of institutional change process, be that organizations or new material solutions to things, new you know trucks or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but the integration across that. So did that about the second half of the half of the career in mm -hmm. various places, different parts uh, to include uh, in the DC area and the Pentagon on on the Army staff and other staffs. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2015, I retired uh, from the Army and uh, had always thought that I could, uh, you know, the leadership uh, skills that, that the Army helped me, uh, you know, helped me mature mm -hmm. or helped ingrain in me. Uh, you know, I, I really was attracted to that and was uh, was looking to do to do that sort of in the second chapter. So I now I, I say I help other leaders get better. Mm -hmm. And I do that at the Kellogg School of Management, Northwestern University. I work in the executive education side of uh, the business school, uh, both teaching and putting programs together for mostly in the leadership area. So Excellent. Helping other leaders get better is what is what I say I do now. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thanks for serving our country. Greatly appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, you know, I, I read your bio a little bit, and um, you know, part of it, and and I'll just take it directly from the piece here. I wrote it down. You helped Army's most senior leaders on strategic issues requiring inter-organizational collaboration between military and other organizations within the Department of Defense. Right. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah you know, I think it was, uh, it was first of all, it was fascinating, you know, and later in my career I did, I was able to be in the Department of Defense environment uh, where we were working on a lot of different strategic initiatives, complex ones that affected more than just the Army, but, you know, across the Department of Defense, if you think Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, you mm -hmm. know, that in that context. And, uh, you know, it was real privilege to be part of that because where I was able to, um, to be 
to be part of that was to be, you know, at that nexus where uh, I have, I'm leading a team or leading an organization, but that's trying to implement change right. in some, in some fashion, but you're at the nexus of strategy uh, and um, st- strategy and budgets and all the things that affect large initiatives. Mm-hmm. And then different perspectives from different stakeholders and say so what what I really enjoyed about all that although it's tough work is figuring out how to bring everybody together understand uh, what perspectives that everybody's bringing to the table which ones really you know matter to whatever it is we're trying to do mm-hmm. and that collaborative environment of of uh, trying to figure out the big strategic problems that we have is right. what was what was interesting about that not easy Mm-hmm. You know, got a lot of scars from that. You know, yeah. it's a tough process, but, but uh, you know, I really enjoy being a part of that kind of uh, environment as kind well. Kind of like uh, reconstructing a house while you're living in it. Yeah, because in many, in many instances, you're right. So this is, uh, we're going back to our October 2018 conversation in, in, at Enclave. You spoke about after-action reviews. I guess in some ways I've, I've heard about these and done these. I've never heard them being called an after-action review, so... For the folks listening and, and for myself too, can you kind of explain what that is? Yeah, so the the army the after action review is something that as I went back and even looked at some of the documents in the army to see where it came from. The army started using this, I think, really back in the late eighties, early nineties. It really became prevalent. It's really part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other services use something similar as well, but the army really found that it was what was uh, important here. It was a, it was moving from a critique-based process of getting better into a self uh, a process that's about self-discovery for the team, mm-hmm. uh, self-discovery about how do we get better mm-hmm. um, in whatever it is we were trying to do, what was the mission we were trying, mission task or whatever we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But it's a very versatile tool that can be applied more than just to the uh, specific mission or a training event that we were trying to do. And, you know, in the corporate world, it really became big about in the mid-1990s. Mm-hmm. Uh, our former chief of staff, uh, Gordon Sullivan, wrote a book called Hope is Not a Method and talked about after-action reviews as one part of the things that he talked about, yeah. lessons corporate world can learn from the military. And, you know, that's where it started to hit. Now, as I teach after-action reviews to executive audiences, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's really a leadership tool, but it's funny, the name, there's so many different names out there. There's post-mortems, there's debriefs, things like that. Post-mortems, I think, is just, you know, what a terrible name. It's a little grave. Yeah, it's a little gray, right? (laughs) And even after-action review is sort of a a term that implies it's always done after something, when in fact it can be done, it's, you know, we use it in between different steps. You know, if we were practicing a one mission perhaps on a on the offensive after that mission we would stop and have an after action review and then we might do another mission that's totally different a defensive mission or something like that mm-hmm. so it happens in between things it's not always just at the end of right and final end product that wherever we at that we do it it's really integrated into a lot of you know processes or different things like that so yeah. that's one of the things in fact nasa uses the term pause and learn. And while they, while they, you know, the concept of the AAR is what they're doing, they call the pause and learn. And I think that is really one of the best ways to portray what this is, is it's about pausing mm-hmm. and taking the time to learn. After action reviews are a learning event. Mm-hmm. And it's really a mindset. 
Yeah, yeah. That was going to be my next yeah. point that we, we chatted about that before we, we started talking here is that, and of course, we're here at Enclave, so it's about the individual, right, and in particular entrepreneurs and their influencers. Can you touch base on that a little bit? And obviously, from a team perspective, but also every single person within that after-action review, it's self-reflection too, right? It, it's a ton of self-reflection. I think, you know, when you really you look at the mechanics of, a, you know, an after-action review, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little mm-hmm. bit more, but, you know, it's really, I think, it's a mindset for leaders. Mm-hmm. Whether you're an entrepreneur and you're leading, you know, starting something up and maybe it's just you and one other or two other, but it is, there is a self-reflective piece here mm-hmm. about what is it we're trying to do, whatever it is, be it an individual entrepreneur or a team, what is it we're trying to do? Mm-hmm. And then how do I get better at doing whatever it was I was trying to do? And it is self-reflective. And whether you're successful or it's a failure or something in between, you're trying to learn from what you just did so that in the future you can apply those learnings, you can get better. And it's a way to stay consistently at your best and always strive to get better. I mean, in the in the ARMA, we talk about a band of excellence, right? We, start, we have the same challenges that businesses or entrepreneurs do with people coming, people going, mm-hmm. different things, all, you know, getting pulled in a lot of different directions. But an after-action review is really a tool to help us make sure we don't stay complacent and learn from what we're doing uh, to constantly be at the best that we can, you know, that... Uh, we as a leader or even our teams yeah. can be. That's really interesting. So let's let's walk through the mechanics of it because okay. I'm, I'm curious. I've never sat through this. So All right. The basic premise here is really around four questions. And uh, the questions are, what happened? So what happened really is, what was it you were trying to do? Mm-hmm. You know, were you trying to start, you know, a new company? as an example. So what happened? Uh, It could be a monthly sales, right? We were trying to have sales, you know, at this number, this is what our target was. Mm -hmm. And then, so what happened? It's, it's, it's immediately after that month, that's what we were trying to do. And now you can get into the rest of the after action review and say, well, did we meet that sales target? Mm -hmm. Did we meet our goal of what we were trying to do? Okay. Yes or no. Right. Very factual. Keep it very factual about what happened. What was it that we were, you know, we or I was trying to do? Then you can start to explore, well, why did that happen? Did we, were we able to meet that, that target? Okay, well, then start to go self-reflective and say, well, if we did, why was it that that happened, right? Yeah. Open-ended questions, not specifically targeted at a specific person. It doesn't go personal. And then exploring, well, why did it happen? If we didn't achieve our thing, well, why didn't it happen? And being open-ended about it. And that's so, so logical, right? It's very, that that makes so much sense. But what what I've learned here, you know, emotions right. exist in the part of the brain sure. that we aren't consciously aware of. And, and in my experience in the business world, you, st- you start with facts and right. then it, like you said, it's either did or did not accomplish. And when you're sitting there with teammates or even with yourself, yeah. You kind of have to pull yourself out of it for a second, right? That's right. Just to look at that process. That's right. Just to finish a bit on the four pieces and then yeah. we can hit everything. So yeah. it's like, what happened? Okay, again, what were we trying to do? What was that shared thing you know, that we were trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Why did it happen? Start exploring. That's when you're going to find themes. And then start saying, why did? what things did we do well? That's the other part of it. 
we want to learn from that. If something worked, we want to learn from it. You know, mm-hmm. okay, yes, a quick pat on the back. We did something well and it worked. We don't dwell on it. You even have to dig into that a little bit and say, well, why did it work? Mm-hmm. And then it's about if it worked, we want to continue to make that behavior stick in the organization or stay with you as a leader. And you want to continue to follow up and pull on that strength. Right. And then the last one, and then sometimes it's messy, right? You don't yeah. hit all these different, you, you know, you might not hit the same sequence I'm doing, but what is it you want to improve? Yeah. If we did something well, I bet you there's a way that it could be done even better. Yeah. And that's the mindset of doing, well, what, you know, what didn't go well? Let's mm-hmm. learn from that as well, right? Yeah. Again, think about what business functions. Think about things we try. Don't, it's not the, the, the person that you're, you know, you're after, and, and you want to set. This is very, very important as you do this. It's called psychological safety. You want to be able to have everybody contribute here because what you're, if you're leading this after action review is, first of all, if you're doing all the talking as in an after action review, it's not an after action review. It's a critique. And that's what the Army learned many, many, many years ago is those are not nearly as effective as when people come together, focus on something, and then everybody self-discovers by these four questions how they can do things better. And so really, it's an examination of, wow, we were trying to do this, X. Right. And once that's established, they start to self-critique themselves. Hey, I could have done better doing this, Mm -hmm. right? So that's one part that it gets going in their mind, the mindset. And then you want people to say, wow, I, this is how I could have done better in this particular instance. Next time, this is what I'm going to do. Right. And that's what you want to get turning in here. Because when everybody comes to bet together and you as the leader say, hey, by the way, show a little vulnerability. I could have done this better. I mm-hmm. could have done that better. Then you're all in the game. People feel safe to do this. That's right. again... I can't emphasize enough, it's a learning event. It's not another meeting. Mm -hmm. I say this when we had the thing. It's not another meeting. (laughs) It's a learning event. And if you put people in that frame of mind, then you have a better chance of really getting into making your team or yourself get better. My understanding too is that if if let's just say it's, you know, a growing organization, you know, you have maybe the the entrepreneur there, the owner, you have uh, maybe a CFO or something like that. And then right. you have maybe a salesperson there, right? It's, it's the point is that it's a, it's a myriad of different folks that are, that are there that are at different levels within an organization. Right. But the point while you're there is that it doesn't matter what your title is or where you're at within the company. Right. I mean, let I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, ideally, you know, you're able to sort of take some of the, the rank or the position, uh, you know, that's, it's there. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, you're able to sort of put that in the background, if you will, and everybody's here to get better, Yeah. right? And so, uh, you know, I show, I think I show the Blue Angels video uh, during the thing. And then and the highlight of that is that the leader's there and he's talking about, hey, I could have done this differently. And people hear him say that. He's, and, you know, everybody then from around then, and around the table is able to say, hey, next time I'm going to do this. I could have done this better. I can mm-hmm. do this. And so now you have accountability. You have responsibility. You have communication. You have trust. All that's working inside of an AAR when it's done correctly. Right. And this is kind of a never-ending process. It shouldn't be. You yeah. know, it shouldn't be. And so, I mean, you know, when I teach AARs, I talk about, hey, you can do it after uh, – 
a major event. Maybe you have a major fundraising event, right? After that, there's a chance to say, okay, did we meet our goal? Mm-hmm. Why or why not? And bring all the right people in, yeah. right? Uh, it could be after a client meeting, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you're that entrepreneur and you're trying to, you know, get that client or get things started. Maybe it's you and one other, one or two other folks, but bring people in and say, how did that go? What did we learn from it? You don't even have to wait for the response, whether the client was going to sign on or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but what, what do you think went well? You know, so it can be done in a variety of, you know, after an event, after a, a client meeting, uh, after a big presentation uh, where people are making decisions, perhaps. That's another one. Um, can be done as part of a process. Maybe there's an annual budget review. Maybe mm-hmm. there's an annual process that you have. I can almost guarantee I could find logical points in that process mm-hmm. for people to come together and say, okay, we just finished this phase of the process. Well, let's talk about it. What do we want to change for next year? Yeah. What do we want to keep doing? Mm-hmm. How did we do? I mean, yeah. it, it's it's such a versatile tool. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's used nearly enough. Yeah. What if, uh, you know, a situation arises where, you know, of course, you know, we, we're all at different levels of self-awareness and what we know about ourselves and don't, or, you know, our perception out there. And, and what, you know, in, in the instance where you're going through something like this and you do have somebody starting to kind of take a little bit more personal offense to something, or they're not really understanding that, hey, this isn't necessarily about you as an individual. This is just about, did the results come through, right? right. Um, how, how does somebody handle that? I think it, uh, it really goes back to whoever's leading the after action review mm-hmm. to setting setting the tone mm-hmm. and setting the conditions for success which is hey this is not personal we are focused on getting better mm-hmm. uh, secondly you know i mean so setting the tone setting the conditions and if somebody's starting to get feel like the emotions are starting to go you have to be able to say hey scott Let's remember, this is not personal. It's about us getting better as a team. Yeah. There's no retribution for this. Right. There shouldn't be. It's a learning event. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get better. But I think to answer your question, every it's always a little, you know, look, there's not, well, there's no silver bullet here, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, look, it doesn't mean it's a, you know, an after action review, I want to paint it is that they're always pleasant and, you know, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, but professionally, mm-hmm. the objective is to get better. Mm-hmm. And it's a professional discussion. Mm-hmm. And I'll read the actual definition from the Army that hasn't changed in many, many years yeah. in a second. But it's, it's professionally focused. It's okay to be tough on yourselves as an organization, as a team. That's good. Yeah. Right? But people just need to recognize that's the important, that's what this is about. It's about getting better. And it's not about, you know, retribution for poor performance or whatever. Now, sometimes it's tough. Mm-hmm. Right. As a leader, if it starts to get slanted where it's going that way, you might need to take a tactical timeout. Yeah. Get everybody to regroup. <laughs> yeah. Right. And get refocused and get the tone. Right. And uh, and do that. So after after doing a lot of these um, and leading and, and showing folks how to do them, what have you learned about yourself? You know, when I look at the way I was was uh, fortunate and privileged to be part of of the army for such a long time, but after action reviews very very early. You get used to you get used to being able to uh, take feedback. Mm-hmm. You're able to ask for feedback. Mm-hmm. I think it really goes to the mindset of how do I how can I get better? Uh, it's about being able to just take some time, self reflect, right? Mm-hmm. Is part of it. 
But the other part of it, I think, that, that I took away from it is that I, wherever I've been, and I hope I've done this for all the organizations that I've been part of mm-hmm. or led, was that I want them to, to be better by the time I leave mm-hmm. uh, than, uh, than it was when we got here. Yeah. And I think after action reviews are something that can help do that. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of different levels inside an after action review mm-hmm. that I think uh, people, leaders, uh, and folks that, you know, they may not be in a leadership position, but they may be leading a project. Mm-hmm. And after action review is something they can use. Uh, you know, there's also, it's, it, you learn, learn a lot about being part of a team. Mm-hmm. And if I say, hey, Scott or Andrew, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, I'm looking you in the eye, the mm-hmm. accountability, the trust, the communication. And you also got to be able to laugh at yourself once in a while. Yeah. You know, yeah, yep, yeah, I screwed that up. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's part of my vocabulary. Uh-huh. And yeah, I need to I need to work on that next yeah. time. So there's yeah. a ton in here for leaders. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm not perfect and nobody else needs to be either. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it would be worthwhile for yeah. me to kind of say just, you know, this is the, the definition of an after action review and it hasn't changed in a long time. And when, as I, you know, it's out there publicly sure. I and mean, you can Google it, but it says uh, a professional discussion of an event focused on performance standards that enables soldier to discover for themselves what happened, why it happened and how to sustain those strengths and improve weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And when I show that definition and I quick scratch out, you know, uh, soldiers and, uh, and the army part of it and mm-hmm. just put people and your organization or your team, mm-hmm. the definition fits, mm-hmm. right? We were trying to do something together as a team. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. Now let's figure out what we can learn from it, uh, to do better the next time, whether mm-hmm. it was a success or failure or something in between. Yeah. What, uh, any other things that you would want, you know, our listeners to hear or entrepreneurs who are, you know, thinking about implementing something like this? I think, you know, for anybody that's starting with an after action review is start small, mm-hmm. right? You know, start small, pick something that you want you or your team to learn from. Yes, you can do an AAR yourself, sure. right? On sure. yourself. You can do it, right? Mm-hmm. It's that mindset of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Answer those questions. You can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, but start small. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to start with the massive failure. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you maybe you want to start with something in between where, you know, you can learn, but, it, you know, bring people together. If they're not used to it, start with something small mm-hmm. and then build out from that. Right. The feedback that I get as I've talked with executives and I have taught it and they've tried and they've come back and I hear my team loved it. Mm-hmm. They like having a voice. Mm-hmm. They like. Uh, the fact that we're trying to get better and that people are listening and it's not a one-way conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, they like having that, that voice and being able to have a forum to do it. Yeah. Any, anything else for our listeners, either from your own personal experiences or what you would leave them with? I would, I would just say that, you know, this is a tool that, that, that fits. In, it's a versatile but powerful tool mm-hmm. that works in an in an entrepreneurial mind, in an entrepreneurial environment. Mm-hmm. It works for you know team. It works at all different organizational levels. Yep. Uh, and that it's it's versatile that it can help you in many ways. Mm-hmm. And the other part I would just leave you is there's so many other things that go with after action reviews: the trust, the communication, the accountability. Leaders under future leaders understanding how to lead an after action review and bring teams to their best. Mm-hmm. There's so much of these other 
other things that happen from an after-action review that I, I think that people don't often think about that or see that. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is because of, you know, the learning environment type thing, it's this continuous loop yeah. of self-awareness. And guess what? We all slip away from that and go back into, you know. And so when I when I talk, you know, when I talk about feedback from a leadership perspective, I, I talk about it in three dimensions. The first one being a leader asking for feedback. Mm-hmm. The second one, and open and honestly asking. The second one being providing feedback to help people grow, not just evaluation right? Mm-hmm. But to help people. And the last part is, I, this, the last part, the third dimension I talk about is leading team feedback. Mm-hmm. And this is where after action reviews fit in. And, and from a leadership perspective, all those three pieces are in constant motion or should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just one part of it, if you think of a broader term of feedback. But yeah, yeah. so I would, I would say start small, give it a try, and uh, they can help you a lot. Stay, stay at your best. That's awesome. Thank you very much for being here. You're welcome. Professor Hughes' impressive resume from serving our country has certainly made him an expert in the after-action review process. Hopefully after hearing his recommendations, you too can implement and apply these to every facet of your company. Whether you are a brand new startup that is days young or an established entity in your market, AARs create an open learning environment to help everyone get better. Join us on the third Wednesday of every month for a masterclass in applied metacognition at Enclave O'Hare. For more information, please visit EnclaveForEntrepreneurs.com.